Patrick had a vague feeling something was about to happen. Something in the breeze of twilight had whispered, It's going to happen tonight. You just passing through? No. We're moving here into Aunt Clarice's house. Some guy's been breaking into people's homes, murdering the parents, and sparing the daughters. He stays in the house with her, along with the parents' dead bodies. I like to write stories. Incident in a Ghost Land is your most personal book so far. Your sales are through the roof. They adore you. Hello. Vera? They never should have stayed in that house. Capacity to create your own world. I guess the question is why write this book? To keep from going insane. <laughs> she keeps reliving that night over and over. Are you gonna let me die alone? I never should have stayed in that house. Nobody's here. No one is here, Vera. I know what you want from your sister. everyone i'm lacy lou and welcome back to the last 20 and with me as always is the lovely carly ray how's your friday going hey everybody my friday is going pretty good so far haven't really done anything today (laughs) no Did did you have a productive week at least uh define productive (laughs) <laughs> like any articles, watch anything, you know, the use. Um, other than watching Incident and Ghostland, I haven't really watched anything new. Um and uh yeah, other than that, I have I've been preparing articles, but I haven't really been writing them yet. Gotcha. I've just been like super busy at work. It's like um it's called Intoxic Madness. So it's like our busiest month so from February 28th to April 1st. I like can't take any time off because we're so busy. And that's not really fun. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. So, but, you know, when all is said and done, I'll have some vacation time saved up. So I might take a vacation after this month. So, <laughs> yeah, nice, long, relaxing vacation. Probably what you need. <laughs> uh, yes. Even if it's a staycation, I don't even care. I just want time off from not sitting in this fucking office chair. <laughs> exactly. Just like a week of rest. Yes, I feel like I could sleep for like a year. Yeah. <laughs> and it's also good to like rest my wrist because I have like wrist issues. So, um, and I type like all day, every day. So um, it's nice to have a break in between there. I mean, besides like editing podcasts on top of that. So, like, I'm very busy body with my hands. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so this was, uh, um, I chose 
Ghost in a Ghostland. I didn't know this was a first time watch for you. <laughs> well, it, it was funny. Okay, so you gave me three choices, and uh, I I didn't really I didn't know two of them, which was Incident in a Ghostland and Hunter Hunter. And so I read the synopsis of each one, and this one seemed really intriguing to me. So I was like, oh, let's do this one. <laughs> <laughs> you had no idea what was in store for you. <laughs> Like, other than the synopsis, I didn't watch any trailers. I didn't know anything about it. So this was somewhat of a total blind watch for me. That's crazy. Yeah, I can't remember what the third movie was that I gave you. Oh, it was a Pet. Pet. Ah, yes. I love that movie. Love it, love it, love it. Uh, we will cover it probably at some point. Um, but, yeah, Hunter Hunter has a pretty fucked up ending as well that all of these three have pretty like uh in-depth endings that um i think are fun to explore so that's kind of what i was going for when i gave you the three absolutely i, I need to consider that like next time i put my choices because i was like oh i want to talk about this one this one this one right <laughs> like i mean because some of the movies like um that like i want to talk about the endings aren't necessarily like epic you know Exactly. Not not really the reason you want to discuss the film. Yeah, because, well, I feel like the reason that, like, I wanted to do the last 20 was because, like, a lot of times the last 20 minutes make or break a film. Um, yeah. Like, but I enjoy talking about pretty much just anything to do with movies, but I just, there's always something about, like, really fucked up endings that just, like, solidify the movie for me. So, um, yeah. Exactly. Like endings are like pretty much the most important part of the movie, in my opinion, because that's what you're left off with, you know. Yeah, you gotta. I, I feel like you gotta have that. Um, you gotta. You gotta nail the climax, so to speak. Exactly. Because if you don't, then like I feel like I just wasted like an hour and a half, two hours of my life. <laughs> I'm like all, all that build up just for that. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a movie that, like, I enjoyed to where, like, the ending just didn't do it for me. Like, I can't think of one off the top of my head at the moment. Can you? Uh, the first one that comes to mind would have to be Hereditary. Oh, yeah, that ending is pretty out there. <laughs> well, it's just, I don't know why it seemed, like, so rushed in a way. I don't know if that makes sense. It's like, when they were writing the story, it seemed like, oh yeah just throw whatever for the ending you know <laughs> hell payment um we should do that one at some point then since you're not a fan of it maybe you'll like it better after we discuss it i mean i wasn't a big fan of the ending either like <laughs> so that might be interesting yeah there, there was actually a point when we were watching it in the theater me and my friend and i, I literally just <laughs> i literally just spat out you gotta be kidding me <laughs> <laughs> yeah That'll do that. I, I I remember doing like Black Christmas 2006. I know we talked about that already, but um, I remember like I was not a fan of the ending originally when I seen that in the theater. So that was one. I know we did that for um, one of our Christmas episodes though already. So yeah. yeah. Um, Let me ask you this. Mm -hmm. Was there a movie that pretty much disappointed you up until the ending? Like the ending made it like a redeeming movie for you oh man that's tough um like um i was like to be honest i was unsure how i felt about cabin in the woods 
oh, up until the ending. And um, like, I was like, oh my God, this is genius. And like, and I just love, like, I, I want to do that at some point too. So I want to say my thoughts, but that was definitely one. I was like, okay, this feels weird. Like, you know, watching it, but then the ending happened and I just loved it. <laughs> I'm really surprised people consider the ending the worst part of that movie. I love the ending so much. <laughs> like, it's probably one of my top ten favorite horror movie endings of all time. Yeah, it's I like it's a truly brilliant film. Like, it's it was my favorite movie of um, the decade. Yeah. The, you know, the 2010s. So, um, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think, but I just remember, like, watching it, and I was just like, okay, this is okay and all, but, like, it's missing. Like, I don't know what it is that, like, I'm watching. And then, like, it just solidified it when it all came together. And it's just bloody fucking brilliant. Exactly. Fucking loved it. <laughs> now, you know, do you know the director that did Incident in a Ghostland? Uh, I did not read who the director was. Who's the director? Uh, Pascal. Uh, the same director of Martyrs. Oh. That makes sense. Does it? <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen Martyrs? uh the original yes i did see it yeah i heard the remake is pretty atrocious i haven't seen it yet but i i, I am curious because i always like wonder like what's what makes it atrocious what's everybody talking about here you know <laughs> just like curiosity well you know curiosity killed the cat carly but satisfaction brought it back <laughs> wow <laughs> um, and for those of you that that are going to watch along with us i do feel like i have to mention we are at um we're watching on netflix and we are at an hour and nine minutes and 29 seconds in and up to this point like like my favorite part um was already revealed up to this moment um and there's 21 minutes and 34 seconds left on the clock in the movie um but we here cover the last 20. So um, what the, my reveal that I love that happened, um, it's about at the 35 minute mark is when I'm just like, okay, this is kind of ingenious. And, um, but we'll see whether it holds from that point forward to the end. Absolutely. I, I do agree with like how like this movie came about. Cause like when I was watching it, like, uh, when she can't, when she comes back to the house and her mother's there and her sister's there, and oh, this poor, poor Vera, poor sister, you know. And I'm right. like, hell, would the mother keep her in that house that she was brutally attacked in, you know? And then, like, when that moment happened, that was just like a seeking gut punch moment for me. Yeah. <laughs> Were you like, oh no? <laughs> I was like, oh fuck. You gotta be fucking kidding me. <laughs> you didn't see it coming. I, I did not see any of it coming. Yeah, that, I don't know. There's just, like, something about this director that just, like, takes you to, like, these really dark fucking places. And it was kind of interesting to see that be explored in the aspect of how do you cope um, when terrible things are happening to you. I mean, this girl already lived in the fantasy world world to begin with as you know we barely get to see the character set up but it, I think it sets it up to where like she's not really grounded in reality to begin with exactly um if I'm honest like I kind of like 
related to her character a little bit because like she's the kind of person who is just scared by like real world shit and stuff and so she stays in just like her mind you know and her imagination stuff like that and I do that a lot too when all the shit in the real world's going on yeah I block it all out and focus I think that's why more than anything I'm so obsessed with movies and like fictional worlds and stuff because it's not reality yeah um and I mean she's obviously a writer and you know we both write so definitely can see um now let me just ask you this I'm gonna scratch my thought there um do you think that um it's a help or a hindrance to have that ability just to go to another place in your head now that is a very good question um I would I would have to say like it might depend on just the situation you know yeah like this one I feel like this one was both like a helper and a hinderer sort of situation yeah because if you're going through something so horrifying it it is probably best you know a best defense to like block it out as much as you can but also once you're in there you're not really focusing on how to get yourself out of that situation right and the fact of the matter is she wasn't the only one there her sister was still there with her and you know she her sister could have used her fucking help obviously as we see in these next 20 minutes yeah so we will get into that i think we'll be able to to more answer that question while we're going through it. Um, so while everybody's getting that queued up, do you like potato chips? I love potato chips. What are your favorite kind of potato chips? I'm always asking you about food on this. <laughs> Is it because I'm fat? <laughs> no. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Um, I love talking about food, honestly. Uh, <laughs> Like, I, I just, like, looked over. I was thinking of a topic to talk about while they're queuing this up. And I just looked over at my family size uh, bugles. <laughs> oh, okay. If we're going, like, regular potato chips, I probably got to go uh, Ruffles wavy. Ruffles. I like the um, sour cream and cheddar. Sour cream and cheddar is good. But, like, the last time I had a bag, like, the smell. It, it's always smelled that way. But for some reason, the smell started to bother me. It's like, I can't deal with it anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, that is. No, that's a good point. Um, can you do, like, spicy chips? Absolutely. Like, huh? Spicy food, I cannot do. No, none at all? No. My, my family is, like, they love spicy food so much. I am the outsider who's, like, I cannot deal with it. Like, I just don't get it. Mid spice mid spice mid spice like um like so if like let's rate it out of like a out of a five like level of spice i can probably do like a two and a half to almost a three but three i think it's pushing it for me spice wise like and i'll have to get like a glass of milk because it's too spicy <laughs> exactly everybody's like oh it enhances the flavor like i, I how, how on earth are you focusing on the flavor when your fucking throat's on fire Right. <laughs> like, I'll never understand it. Um, yeah, I like, I don't know how some people have a higher tolerance. Like, I feel like that could almost be like a horror movie in itself about spicy food. 
<laughs> right? you know, like they had this thing at um i'm sure you know what buffalo wild wings is right oh yeah Okay, so, like, obviously they have that challenge to, I can't even remember what it's called, but, like, so, um, you have to eat, like, 12 wings in, like, a matter of minutes, but they're, like, the spiciest uh, wings that you can, like, get, and I just remember my dad did the challenge once, and he got, like, two and a half wings in, (laughs) and I think they give you, like, five to ten minutes to do it, but, like, he, like, he had, like, snot, like, coming out of his face, like, I mean, that's the level of spice, you know? <laughs> and then I've seen other people do it where they just do it like it's nothing. So, like, I, like, how are some people, like, superheroes when it comes to being able to champion and eat really spicy foods, and then others, you have snot just coming out of your nose? Isn't it like a, like a building of the tolerance, like you have to build the tolerance for spicy stuff. That's why they're always looking for more and more spiciness. Is, is that a thing? Or do some people just actually have the tolerance built in? I have no idea. <laughs> I don't even know why this is a conversation, but it's interesting. <laughs> um, yeah, no, but um, yeah, my tolerance isn't that high, I suppose. But I do like, like pepper. Huh? I do like, like pepper. Pepper I can do, but not too much pepper. Like, yeah, my family, they still coat their shit, like their fries and shit in pepper. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, there's a, um, we go to this um, movie theater and they serve you food or whatever. And every time we get fries, like, I swear, like, they coat it, like, in pepper. And so, like when COVID was, like, first happening or whatever, you know, and, like, I was eating a fry, and I got, like, a piece of pepper, like, stuck in the back of my throat, oh. and, like, obviously, like, the, the first symptom is, like, a cough, so, like, it it's so weird how, like, the world changed because of it, you know, so, like, I'm sitting here, like, coughing uh, because I have this pepper in, but I feel like everybody was, like, staring at me, like, oh, she's got the Rona, you know, <laughs> like, but I was, like, now it's just a pepper stuck in the back of my <laughs> like a little back you know <laughs> but I literally felt like they were looking at me like I was diseased and like before that wouldn't have even been a thing you know what I mean exactly so it just it's kind of crazy um but yeah so that's that's my spy story and I'm sticking to it <laughs> <laughs> all right well are you ready to get into the last 20 Carly I'm ready I think <laughs> All right, on three, or on go. So three, two, one, and go. All right, so this is after, you know, she came out of her fake reality. And, you know, they're dressed up as dolls. Like, what do you think their motives were, these two sadistic fucks in an ice cream truck? I have no idea. Like, their obvious obsession is with, like, beauty and youth. That's why they have all these dolls and such. Like, I know that's the big guy's, like, motive. I don't know this person here, their motive. (laughs) Right? Whatever whatever they're doing here is obviously to please the big guy. So how long do you think that they've been here? I was wondering that. It's like, okay, so we saw the mother's body. And... It doesn't like she'd been, like, decomposing 
for that long, I'd probably say, like, maybe a couple weeks. Yeah. I mean, because those bruises on their face, like, their eyes are, like, swelled shut. Oh, yeah, broken bones and shit, like... And, like, who knows how long she was even in that false reality before coming to, you know? Right. Like, it it really is such a, a brutal thing because, like, it's her, like, I love how, um, like, the real world is intersecting within her fantasy, though. And, yeah. you know, what's happening, like, the way that older Vera or whatever, um, she is, um, like, when it, when she's, like, getting beat but she can't see anybody. Yeah. Like, her reality is, like, I, I love that intersection of you know, how it's so brilliantly done. I know. And, In that moment, yeah. like, saw, like, the pictures on the wall that she made to believe it was her husband and her son, and the wolf that she kept seeing, false reality, it is just, oh my gosh. And H.P. Lovecraft, <laughs> which <laughs> we'll get, we'll get to him in a minute. And, like, I thought this was where it was going to end. Like, they finally get rescued. Everything's fine again. No. Nope. <laughs> now, uh, the, the girl who plays Vera here, um, I don't know if you looked up any uh, behind-the-scenes facts or whatever, but um, I guess the director, like, pushed her so bad. Like, when she's sitting there pounding on the ground, yeah. a mirror actually broke and deformed her face or cut her face. Yeah. Like really bad did you look into that uh i saw the information on uh, imdb i didn't like really look deeper into it yeah i think i think there was like a lawsuit or something but yeah she really did get cut severely um because the director was just like harder 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 you know oh yeah and yeah so like that raised like a lot of questions of whether um directors push their actors too hard Oh, it is no question. There are so many directors out there who just push their actors and everything just over the limit, and it pisses me off. (laughs) So I've seen a lot of great movies get accomplished without driving the fucking actors insane. Looking at you, Stanley. (laughs) Aw, poor Shelley Duvall. Um... No, at, when I first watched this movie, like, as I was watching it, um, I was, like, unsure because it felt like it was very camp or cheese, like, once, like, in her fantasy world. I was just like, okay, well, this is weird, and, like, the acting, and then, like, the big reveal, and it just, it, that's the moment, like, it transforms. Exactly. Now, like, let's talk about this specific moment right here. Yeah. He's, li- he's literally able to see someone coming. In his general direction, especially with yeah. a, what the hell was that? He's tell, well, you're telling me he didn't see that. And why aren't they wearing like bulletproof vests? Right, they're cops. Right, like, or are they just um, state patrol? I don't know. Is state patrol a cop? I think so. <laughs> wouldn't they? Wouldn't even they have bulletproof vests? And then just uh-huh. fumbling for the gun is. It was such a frustration. If this was how it ended for me, if they just got brought back to that house and then it ended, I would literally have said, just fuck this movie. Fuck it all. Not Never watching it again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Like, it, it's so sadistic. And, like, were they being fed? Like, who even knows? Like, I, I'd be taking, like, the candy off of this and be eating it. And... Wasn't that <laughs> earlier when, when she was first, like, brought out of her false reality? And she was like, I hate you, Vera. Because you're, like, eating marshmallows and gummies and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, and now she's reverting back to her fantasy world. And I, I just feel so terrible for Vera, you know, because she, she doesn't have that ability. She has to, like, be in that reality. She has to feel and see and hear everything. Well, yeah, and I think that, that I think that's where it comes, because, like, obviously, like, she needs her sister's help to, like, get out of this. And, like, two is obviously better than one, right? But, like, the sister has been kind of, like, coddled. And, yes, I think... You know, maybe if she was by herself, whatever. But, like, since there there are two of them and, you know, how do you bring somebody out of that, um, you know, like, she's she's so, I mean, depression, clearly. But she's, like, running now. Like, it's so hard to look at their eyes in this movie. I know. I know. Now, how do you think they did for casting of her fantasy character? I think they did a great job. <laughs> I'll be honest. There was, like, a moment I was like, is this the same actress? <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. I just thought that. No, I love what the mom says to her here. Like, her her, her world is perfect. A most beautiful dream in a most beautiful world. Yeah. See that that was another like gut punch moment because when I when we first saw like the mom just kicking ass and taking down these bad guys, I was like, fucking A, protect your kids and stuff. And then turns out, nope, she fucking died. <laughs> right? Like oh, come on. <laughs> When, when it comes back into actual reality and you find out that the mom did die, you're like, oh, no. Like, nobody's there to help him. Exactly. And it's clearly, like, her ghost land, you know? Yeah. So, but, I mean, based off of this fantasy, like, obviously we know what happens at the end. Do you think she'll go on to write the book? I think she would. I mean, she already imagined that she wrote the book in some way, shape, or form. Right. Now, what do you think of H.P. Lovecraft here? I mean, it it took me a minute to realize that's who he was supposed to be. Oh, really? I think that might just be the... Well, because at the beginning of the movie, they give a quote from him. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why they chose Lovecraft of all people. <laughs> um, I don't know. Maybe it was inspired by the writer, you know? It could be. Because it definitely isn't Lovecraftian. Yeah. And honestly, I, I kind of like this scene because she was brought back, but she was also like picturing everything that she ever dreamed of to the point where she's ready to go back into the real world and not have to go back to that fantasy. Yeah. 
But then clearly, like, so I wonder, like, how much time has passed between this fantasy versus, I don't think, like, a whole lot of time, right? Definitely not. I, because, okay, so the cops called for backup. They got to the house. The cops really wouldn't have been that far behind. So is this the moment, like, when she's hitting the glass and stuff, that's when it broke? Um, I think it was when she's, like, pounding on the floor. I'm not sure the exact moment, but I think it happened. Um, I think it happens when we go back into the world. But I oh, like how she's like, having her moral dilemma here of whether to stay in this place with her mom that she now knows is actually really dead so she can stay there with her. Or she can actually go help her sister. Exactly. And I'm glad she made the right choice. Yeah, I think that was the part. I think that was the part right there. But she was the one going through the mirror. But I'm pretty sure it's Vera that... Yeah, Vera's the one who... The actress who played Vera was the one who uh, had that injury. Yeah, I feel like she was, like, pounding on the floor at some point. And it was this moment I was like, yeah, okay, she's dead. They're all dead. Fuck this movie. They're dead. (laughs) (laughs) Ugh. And he's so disgusting. Yeah. (laughs) Like, it almost makes you want to know, like, their backstory, though, a little bit, even though there's, like, just these horrible people. But, like, how did they get to be this way? (laughs) Exactly. Like, I I would like to know more about them. I'm very curious. Like, when she bites this chunk here, I'm like, oh. Right there. Oh, yeah, right there. That was my fuck yeah moment. <laughs> <laughs> and not just, not just that one time. She, like, did it, like, three times. Like, all of a sudden, she just got this power. Exactly. The power of the Lovecraft, I guess. <laughs> right? She's like, no, I can go back no. and write this story. Ugh. Like, so many bites. Hey, gotta use what you got. And then right. that was your fuck yeah moment. Dude gets shot down. <laughs> and I was like, okay, either this dude's gonna help or the other person is going to kill him. Like, I just expected this person to take out a fucking gun again. <laughs> exactly. Like a Art the Clown moment. <laughs> Just surprise yeah. guy. Boom. Like so fucking creepy looking though. Yeah. Yeah. But that guy like, was sinister chances. <laughs> no, like what do you think they wanted with these girls? Like just to have them be their dolls? Dolls, sexual, fucked up shit. Oh, because they passed them in the car at the beginning. And and that was another thing. Okay, so they got this house from their aunt, right? I believe so. People kill their aunt and then just live in her house until these guys showed up. Like, well, I think they just followed them on the road. Like, literally, like, they didn't even get to, like, live in the house for, like, more than a day. <laughs> so they conveniently just, like, broke into a house that has, like, a shit ton of dolls in it? 
I, I guess, unless they're their, their dolls. Hmm. Could be. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, they do have an ice cream truck or a candy truck, whatever it is. Yeah, and they're obsessed with kids. With <laughs> yeah, they're sick fucks for sure. <laughs> And I was like, if this is a fantasy, I'm going to fucking kill myself. I'm sorry, God. Oh, of this part right here? Yeah, because at this point, I was like, enough with the emotional roller coaster. I am stressed to the kilt. Just end the movie, please. <laughs> um, no, like, the, when this part happens, like, at the end here, um, as, you know, she's getting in and seeing the world, like, for a moment, like, I almost thought she imagined it all. Oh, man, that would have sucked. <laughs> well, because, I mean, like, obviously, like, she lives in a fantasy period. So what if everything was her fantasy? And she's just a really fucked up writer. Like, absolutely none of this happened? Yeah, because, I mean, like, as she was about to get into the stretcher then. here. Huh? So she must really hate her fucking sister then to put her through all that in her story. Yeah. Well, no, I like I I don't I think that would take away from it, but I think the way that the movie ends it's a little too weird. And now she has to leave her mom because her mom's a ghost that you see like she's seeing things like the typewriter like telling her to write the story like you know, she's obviously hopped up on sugar, so she's hallucinating. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> she points down to the typewriter. <laughs> right. Like, write the story. Make H.P. Lovecraft proud. But, like, obviously, like, H.P. Lovecraft was dead. So it's kind of weird that she was envisioning him and her fantasy as being alive. <laughs> oh, no. People have an idol. I guess not too, because her mom was dead and she was envisioning her. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's this part right here where she says, I like to write stories. Like, and it's yep. just kind of creepy the way she says it. Huh. You know, like, yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> so, like, I was always confused by, like, that being the ending. Like, I guess that means she's still going to, like, do what she needs to do. Yeah. Like she's gonna live out her dreams, maybe is what but I don't know. I think that was just like she had this like false reality, so I'm guessing now she wants to make it reality. Yeah, for sure. Well, that is Incident in a Ghostland last twenty. Would you like to rate it, Carly? I probably gotta give it a four out of five. Brilliant story, lots of wonderful, like, twists and turns. But at the end of the day, it just left me so emotionally exhausted. I don't know if I'll ever find myself watching it again, honestly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, hey, at least, you know what, we opened your eyes to something new. <laughs> and um, I'm glad that I could leave you emotionally exhausted with my pick. <laughs> 
doesn't happen often. It really doesn't. Like, I think that's, I think there's something to be said about that because it made you feel something other than like, you know, I think I, that, I think that was the point of the movie. Like she was emotionally exhausted and that's why she reverted to, you know, her fantasy. And I think that was the whole point. So I think it did its job. Exactly. I always consider it a plus if a movie makes me feel something or makes me react to something. Because if you're not invested in the story, then why the hell are you watching it? Yeah, and um, I love how, like, it's like a flip of the script. Like, you think it's going one way and you're like, is this about ghosts? Like, is it about, you know, and I just think it's real. I think it's psychological horror done very well. And for that, I give it a five. I don't know. I just, I just really appreciate this movie a lot. It's um, it, there's nothing else out there like it. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like I, I I can't recommend this movie enough for other people. I'm glad that you picked it out of the three. Um, I do think you should watch Hunter Hunter though. Yeah, we might we uh we might do that uh the week after next. Uh, yes, because we have a request. Our very first one. Yes. And we will be doing Paranormal Activity 3. Wesley Wright, this one's for you. Yes. And uh, I will not allude to my thoughts on it. (laughs) So uh, (laughs) you can wait for next week for that one. Absolutely. Yeah. So for everyone who's been a part of this one, I know it's a little bit shorter of an episode, but that's okay. Um... Yeah, no, um, I hope everybody has a wonderful weekend. I'm Lacey Lou. And I'm Carly Ray. You guys have a great weekend. And we will see you on the next last 20. Bye. Bye. Ooh.